You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, and again, thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. I am Mark Holcraft, your host for this Wednesday morning, and we are entering into our last segment. And if you've been with us this morning, you've listened to some net missionaries, a focused missionary, and then uh, a missionary local in Sioux Falls doing great work at the banquet. And now we, we're a different, you could say a different form of service, a different kind of missionary you know, I think the idea of a missionary is it conjures up this idea of travel and moving and going out uh, into into new lands, new territories. Well, uh, Real Presence Radio, at Real Presence Radio, I feel like I just said this earlier, we just made a new hire in that we had Rachel Ojeda. So Rachel's with us from this morning. She's a new hire in, for the summer, uh, helping us out. But our newest hire who is with us, and God willing, for a long time, uh, and I have as our guest this morning is Nick Modelski. Good morning, Nick. Morning, Mark. And so I put the pressure already on you, and I already referred to you as a missionary. But I, let me, I should probably explain a little bit. Um, because you're, you're in the missionary field, certainly, you know, we, you've just, uh, we've just, we're excited to have you just signed on with World Presence Radio. Um, and I, I'm excited to share and have you share, I should say, more about yourself and what you're doing here. But um, just the sense of being sent on mission. I think that's where I was coming from with you because as you and I have talked and gotten to know each other a little bit, um, that really seems to be what the Lord's doing and stirring inside you. And that's where I'd like to go this morning. Um, but can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Nick? Absolutely. Uh, so I was just recently hired as the listener relationship coordinator for Southern Minnesota, especially the Rochester Signal Um 9.70 a.m., and uh, before that, uh, my family and I just moved from northern Michigan, where for five years I worked in Catholic radio up there at Baraga Radio Network. And you want to talk about a missionary, Baraga Radio is named after Bishop uh, Frederick Baraga, who was a uh, called the snowshoe priest because he was a missionary in northern Michigan and actually came all the way out to where some of our... Uh, northern end of the network reaches in the Duluth area and Superior, all the way through northern Michigan, um, preaching and ministering with the Native Americans. Uh, so missionary activity has always been something uh, important to me, and Catholic Radio is an excellent uh, means of doing that, reaching out to a lot of different communities. So I'm very excited to start work uh, here with Real Presence, and just the, the organization is so impressive, and there's always such a great opportunity for growth and witnessing to more people uh, through the power of Catholic Radio. I've seen how it's changed people's lives, uh, and I'm really excited to hear more of those stories here in Minnesota and here throughout um, our listening area. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's always inspiring. I think we all need it, Nick. You know, um, I've been blessed to work in, in the work of evangelization for, for most of my career, specifically toward young people and young adults. Um, but really, the longer I'm in it, the more I realize it's really in also engaging those families, you know, and in having to be effective to, to get to know those families, you know. And, and so to hear the stories, um, it's so encouraging. Um, as, and I think we need to share them. We need to share them. And that's the blessing of being on radio, on huh? Catholic radios. We literally, this is, this is our duty. This is our call is not just to 
to pass on the faith, to teach the faith, but to share these stories of whether it's of conversion, uh, but ultimately just to share the stories of how God is moving in this area. And in our, in our case, how the Lord is moving uh, in North South Dakota, Minnesota, Wyoming, Wisconsin, and, you know, and even, even beyond a little bit, but, um, well, tell us more as far as you, Nick, um, you moved from Northern Michigan. Uh, what brought you to Minnesota and what brought you, uh, what made you want to get into Catholic radio? And we shared briefly, but if you can go a little more into that. Right. Uh, so my wife's, um, mom is one of 18 and all of them kind of grew up in the Ellendale, which is a really tiny town uh, here in southern Minnesota, kind of the Owatonna area. Sure. And almost all of them, along with the uh, hundred, I think my wife tallied it up, it's over a hundred first cousins, all sort of live in this area here in southern Minnesota. That's so awesome. we were at a, a point in our lives where we decided that uh, living near family, especially that much family, uh, would be a great thing uh, for our little family. Uh, we have three children so far. <laughs> Uh, Anne, who will turn six in just a few days here, and then Daniel, who's three, and Charles, who's uh, a year and a half. Uh, so we thought it would be great to have them around their aunts and uncles and cousins and all of that great stuff. So we decided to make the move here to southern Minnesota, and it was kind of one of those uh, scary things that you always hear people talk about in their witness talks and things like that, where they sort of just step out in faith and sort of tell God if this is where we're meant to go, things will sort of line up, uh, and things did sort of providentially line up. And one of those um, wonderful parts of it was when I reached out uh, to, to Real Presence Radio and asked if there was an opening in the area, because I had really loved being a part of Catholic Radio in northern Michigan. And I guess I should uh, back up a little bit and why I got involved in Catholic Radio in the first place. Um, but actually, in college, I had the opportunity, sort of, again, providentially, a professor of mine, theology professor, was looking for a producer for a radio program um, for what, at the time, was the Crosstown competitor to uh, Ave Maria in uh, Metro Detroit. That's how far my roots go back in Catholic radio. Um, but I just loved hearing the, the stories of faith. Uh, the inspiration, and just love hearing from listeners how much it meant to them. Um, and so after I graduated, I wasn't able to continue in Catholic Radio right away, but when we, uh, right before we got married and we were looking at jobs, um, we decided to settle in northern Michigan, and my uh, my wife got hired as principal up there, and so I was looking around for work, and Kind of the same thing, sent on a resume to the local Catholic radio station and said, I'd love to be involved in ministry and really have a passion for radio, especially Catholic radio. You know, I've just seen the way that radio is such a way to uh, communicate stories, and it's a very, um, what do you like to say, an intimate um, art form, I guess you could say. Yeah. And that where people are able to share more intimately about their own lives, their own journey, uh, their own faith, um, in just beautiful ways that they might not otherwise want to uh, face-to-face, right? Or in front of a TV screen with makeup and bright lights and all that kind of stuff. That's uh, so, so true, yeah. Um, just love being a part of it. Well, and I, I agree. I've, I've found very similar things, especially um, 
And I, I myself come from a background that has been in ministry that's been much more in person, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And so there is something that is beautifully intimate, um, but 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 almost, I mean, to some extent, just very private too. You know, you're, you're allowed that mm-hmm. anonymity, anonymity, you know, um, to learn about your faith, especially maybe to, if you're concerned about asking questions, um, but there's all kinds of questions being answered that you can hear. Um, so I love that, hearing the stories from guys that'll sneak Catholic radio in their car. They don't know anyone else is listening, so it's okay to turn on Catholic answers. Or yeah, like that. exactly. So many witness, you know, testimonials I've heard from from guys who are like, "Well, you know, when I'd go out to, you know, drive for lunch break or something, I turn on the Catholic radio because no one else was in the car, and then I started listening to it all the time, and I didn't even notice I left it on when other people were around. Yes, um, and it just grows from there. So I love those stories. Yeah. Well, and how how did you hear about Real Presence Radio? I mean, you had the experience with Barriga Radio. In Northern Michigan, and as you moved, um, did you hear about uh, Real Presence, or did you go looking for it? How did that come about? A little bit of both. Um, we've been at least once or twice a year here to southern Minnesota um, for family get-togethers and reunions. And I remember back around, I think it was around 2018, 2019, uh, when the Rochester signal started here, I remember seeing brochures in the back of Mass when we went on Sunday. And thought, oh well, cool. If we, <laughs> if for whatever reason we wind up moving to Southern Minnesota, at least there's Catholic radio there, and maybe mm. you know, maybe that's something to do. So, you know, again, providentially, right? How often you know you see that brochure in the back of mass and don't even think two thoughts about it at the time, but later on you're like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that was there then. It all lines up. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it how? I mean, it's always amazing to me how the Holy Spirit plants seeds. Uh, years earlier in a person's life, and you just never know, you, know, you often don't even know when it was planted and how that triggers right. in the memory. You know, it's the work right. of the Lord. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. Well, so now that you're, you're now in, uh, you live in the Wasika area, uh, and so mm-hmm. you're, right, you're right near the Rochester Signal, and as you mentioned earlier, that's the, uh, the, the, the area of the network that you are working as the listener relations coordinator for Real Presence Radio. Uh, you've been with us now for a couple of weeks, so it's kind of been, now for any of our listeners, you might recognize Nick did join us quickly uh, for our spring live drive. Um, that's mm-hmm. that's when he got his feet wet. <laughs> but now it's really been mm-hmm. kind of, uh, it's been in the last week and a half that you've been uh, diving in. And how has it been for you now to be in Wasika? How is it to finally, you're you're fully moved How's the settling in happening? Oh, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. The great thing was, you know, uh, again, with having all of that family around, they really all pitched in, and we had, you know, I think it was within hours of arriving with the U-Haul, we had calls from this aunt and, uh, you know, that cousin, hey, when can we come over to unpack? How many boxes do you have left? Uh, all those sorts of things. So it's just been so great, you know, and have people come over and bring us meals and everything like that that just helped you know, confirm and put that kind of icing on the cake that, yes, this is where we're meant to be. This, this was a good idea in the end. Um, and it, uh, it's just been a wonderful, wonderful move. And I, I love southern Minnesota, all the, the 10,000 lakes. Um, someday hope to see them all. <laughs> good luck <laughs> with that. <laughs> a beautiful part of the world. So um, it's, 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 it's been a fantastic move uh, for me and for, the, for our family. So. Well, we're really excited. Ex- we're excited to have you, Nick. Um, it, was, it was a joy having you up here in Fargo last week, 
and just slowly getting to know you a little bit more. And I look forward to meeting Maria and your kids. Um, one of the joys, and I think one of the gifts, and I'm originally from California, and I had heard about it with Minnesota, but having lived in Minnesota for a number of years, one of the gifts that I think was very real uh, is the experience of the people, the community. You know, I think you ran into what has been dubbed Minnesota nice, you know, Absolutely. but that really is, there really is uh, authenticity in that the people in this area, it's not just a Minnesota thing, it's very much a North South Dakota thing too. Uh, the people are caring. They care for the people. You know, uh, we need to take a break here, Nick. When we come back, I'm excited to have you share more about your specifically your journey of faith uh, as a Ukrainian Catholic. So stay with us. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. As a working mother, I was thrilled to learn about the University of Mary's new online Catholic-infused graduate programs that truly work around my schedule. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. This is Father Anthony Craig from the Diocese of Duluth. Being a priest is a great joy in my life, and I love especially the celebration of Holy Mass, where is the sacrifice of Jesus once again displayed before us, that we are informed by it, and it changes our life. Over time, the grace of the Lord actually gives us joy. And as a priest, to celebrate that sacrament, the sacrament of the Eucharist for people, and to bring God from the altar down to others and to give them the Eucharist is a great joy in my life. And as I distribute communion, I ask the Lord to bless each of the people that come up to receive the host. And I thank God for the great gift of the priesthood, which gradually came to me. It was not all at once, but over time I realized that the Lord was giving me the desire and ability to be a priest and to be a man in Christ, a man of the church, and a man for others. And he eventually showed me that that was the true joy, that where my deep gladness met the world's great need. And that is the essence of a vocation. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. If you have lost anyone to a sudden or tragic death, you can still help them. Please visit our website, suicideandhope.com, and memorialize those that you love. There is no obligation or cost. You can simply enter their first name, initials, or a nickname, and I will personally pray for them and have a Mass said each month. Please, again, visit suicideandhope.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I am Mark Holcraft, your host for this morning. I'm in the Fargo studio. And with us on the phone is our latest hire, Nick Modelski, our new listener relations coordinator in the Rochester area. Uh, good morning again, Nick. Good to have you. Morning. So great to be here. We in, in the first part of your segment, um, I, I, it was fun to share just to hear your story about what brought you to Real Presence Radio and just even hearing more about your history. I feel like every time uh, you and I talk, I learn a little bit more about um, yeah. 
just how you came to know whether it's Catholic radio. Um, but I'm also excited to, to have you share, because I also learned more about this too. Um, one of the things you shared with us in the whole, as we talked over the interview and getting to know you, uh, is just uh, you, you're taking a step of faith of uh, living as a Ukrainian Catholic or Ukrainian Greek Catholic. So I'd like to have you share more about that. When did that, when did that happen? Did you grow up as a Ukrainian Catholic? Or um, if you didn't, what was it that you saw that was such a, an appeal to you? Right. So uh, I grew up Roman Catholic, uh, just like everyone else, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it turned out that uh, when it came to... I was uh, homeschooled for a few years, 7th and 8th grade, and when it came time for high school, started looking for somewhere to go for high school. And it turned out that less than half a block from the house I grew up in was one of two uh, Ukrainian Catholic high schools in the United States. The other one was somewhere in... New York City, I believe, um, and the one I went to was in Warren, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. So it kind of turned out providentially that located right there. Um, so decided to look into the program. The priests were great. You know, the, the theology curriculum is pretty solid. Uh, so we thought that would be a great place to go, especially close to home. And I remember I was getting ready to, to go to high school. My dad said, you know their Mass is different than ours. Said, what are you talking about, Dad? They're Catholic just like us. And he said, well, we should go. Uh, so we went to a Ukrainian Catholic church for um, Mass, which uh, is Ukrainian Catholics we call Divine Liturgy. And uh, there's a quotation I heard later that really describes the experience accurately. And when the um, ambassadors of the Ukrainian ruler um, back in nine, uh, 988, I should remember the year, uh, went looking for a religion for the king, because he decided we're going to pick up one of these new religions. So he sent them to uh, the, uh, the Muslims, uh, there was a Jewish kingdom, uh, Western Catholics, and then Eastern uh, Catholics, because the Church was all united at the time. And uh, the ambassadors that went to the Hagia Sophia in Constantinople said, we didn't know whether we were in heaven or on earth. Um, anymore because of the clouds of incense and the beautiful singing and the icons and the gold leaf and all of that. And that's just sort of the way it was for me the first time I went to Divine Liturgy. Uh, and then going to high school, I was able to uh, serve at Liturgy, um, and we wound up signing up for the parish, uh, too, at the time, and went pretty regularly uh but at the time, I didn't know there was any sort of formal process to switch or that there would even be a reason to switch, really, at the time, because as Catholics, we can go to any of the Eastern Catholic churches and receive all of the sacraments. We can go for communion and all of that. Um, but uh, it was later on, years later, in fact, um, that uh, I found out that there was a process because I had a friend uh, who was raised Roman Catholic and decided to become a member of one of the other Eastern Catholic churches. Um, and so prayed about it a lot, and actually, again, providentially, um, the bishop of the um, Ukrainian Catholic Eparchy, which is what we call diocese, same thing, just a different name, uh, decided to start a program to train catechists and deacons 
um, and cantors and other people involved in ministry within the Ukrainian Catholic Church. So I sent a letter and said, well, technically, officially, I'm not Ukrainian Catholic. I want to be. I don't know what the process is, um, but I'd love to be enrolled in this program either way um, because I really feel God calling me to serve as a deacon, specifically in the Ukrainian Catholic Church. And the bishop said, okay, sure. (laughs) So after I enrolled, uh, it took some digging around, but I found out it's a fairly simple process, really. Um, It's really uh, just if you've been someone who's attended um, a Ukrainian Catholic Church or whichever Eastern Catholic Church uh, fairly regularly, and I've been going for, oh, 10 10 or 15 years at that point, off and on when I was near one, because they're you know, kind of sparse and few and far between in certain areas of the country. Sure. Um, so I wrote the letter uh, to the bishop in Chicago, who's the Ukrainian Catholic bishop, and then I also had to write a letter to the Roman Catholic bishop in the area where I live, which was the Diocese of Gaylord. Um, and so the Latin bishop had to say, yes, he's a Catholic in good standing, he's not leaving the you know, we're not kicking him out and saying he's your problem now or anything like that. (laughs) You know, he's a Catholic in good standing. Um, If you agree to accept him, that's fine with me. And so then last year, kind of still in the middle of COVID times, we got our official decrees from the bishop accepting us as Ukrainian Catholics. And then shortly afterwards, our uh, children, well, actually shortly, a few months afterwards, again, because of COVID, our children were able to receive the rest of the sacraments of initiation, because ordinarily they would receive baptism, First Communion, and Confirmation all as infants, uh, but we were Roman Catholic, so they hadn't yet. So last year in November, they were able to receive all three of those sacraments. Wow. Uh, finally. So, and now they're able to um, receive Communion in the Roman Catholic Church as well. Awesome. Um, because it's the same thing, even though we're, you know, we, we usually have to explain a little bit to the priest or the deacon and just say, oh, we're Ukrainian Catholic. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, and so they're able to receive the Eucharist um, either way. So it's so, just a beautiful thing, and yeah. Well, Nick, we're, we're going to do, in just a minute, we're going to do a preview for uh, tomorrow's Word Presence Live. But before that, can you tell us, you just started to share a little bit about what, what some similarities and differences are, but in the next minute, can you just share... What would be a couple more kind of clear differences or similarities they've experienced as a Ukrainian Catholic versus a Roman Catholic? Right. So basically, most of the theology uh, is pretty much the same. There's slight difference in emphasis, but not much more than, say, the difference between a Dominican take on theology and a Franciscan take on theology. Uh, Also, at the same time, though, as Ukrainian Catholics, we're supposed to stay true to our Orthodox roots. So our theology is also pretty much the same as the Orthodox churches as well. So that's one of the, we're kind of the bridge between the two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, mentioned the sacraments of initiation. Uh, we usually receive those as infants. And then probably a few of the more glaring uh, differences, I guess, would be that married men are uh, allowed to be ordained priests. Um, in the uh, Catholic Church, um, same as permanent deacons in the Western Church. Yeah, Nick, and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to you in just a minute, but I am going to turn it yeah, over to Rachel Quick just to give us a quick preview for tomorrow. Great. So coming up on the next Real Presence Live 
Tomorrow on Thursday, Monsignor Patrick Shoemaker will be hosting from High Plains Dental Center in Dickinson, North Dakota. First, Bishop David Kagan from the Diocese of Bismarck will be sharing about an exciting event that is coming on Friday. Then, Deacon Gregory Helsendegger will be talking about how he is preparing for his ordination to the priesthood. And then, Mike Kudrowski will be sharing about the unique ways you can support Real Presence Radio. All this and more coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. Speaking of ordinations, uh, Nick, you were just talking about that being one of the things that is that is different. And I don't want to, you know, sometimes there's the rub, like here's where we're different. Um, and it's true. It is where it's different because the different traditions, uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to begin to say, I totally understand the reason and the a lot of the history and theology behind it. Um, but there is also the reality, while it is different, it's also, a, you know, like you said, you can go into a, a Roman Catholic church, receive communion, uh, and a Roman Catholic can go into a Ukrainian Catholic church and receive communion. Um, so there's a, there's a beauty there. And even, uh, I think one of the things you refer to mass as the divine liturgy, um, we need to hear that. I think it, it kind of, um, shrugs us out of, you know, sometimes that feeling of going through the motions, but then you hear like, no, this is, (laughs) this is what it's also referred to as the divine liturgy. Um, Right. But please, uh, please share more. St. John Paul the, the Great referred to it as breathing with both lungs, that the Church needs to breathe with both lungs, and that the East and the West can mutually enrich each other. Um, and I've absolutely found that. Growing up Roman Catholic, now becoming Ukrainian Catholic. Um, so it's, it's just beautiful. And there, there are plenty of little differences here and there, but the overarching thing is that, you know, we are the same. <laughs> substantially, <laughs> and we're all united uh, with the Holy Father in Rome. So um, it's nice to be part of this big family, you know, one of 23 Eastern Catholic churches. Um, so it's just uh, a beautiful part of the Catholic Church that even though we're only 1%, I think, worldwide <laughs> of the Catholic population, um, it's it's just a beautiful thing to uh, have access to and to share uh, with uh, with everyone else in the Catholic Church. And I, I know you've said, we're coming near the end of our segment here, but I know you said one of the blessings that you're very thankful for in the location that you've landed in Wadena is that it's near a Ukrainian Catholic church right there in the city, so that you can said in the Minneapolis area. So God yeah, is good. God provides. Nick, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and God bless you to all of our listeners. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.